Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. I'm recording this on Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mothers out there. The day will have passed by the time this drops, but if you are a mom and you're listening to this, thank you. Thank you for your services. I know I have a full slate of Mother's Day activities. It is the first time we are celebrating Mother's Day in my household. Shout out to my wife, first time mom, special year. It's been so much fun watching her become a mom and you realize quickly, especially when you're in a household with a mom, what a job they have, what a responsibility. Hopefully you got an opportunity to give your mom some flowers, tell her how great she is, and do all those things that we do on Mother's Day. I also want to say I neglected to shout this out in the last episode because the timing and the dates and when you record podcasts and how it all happens but I definitely want to make sure I get this out. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. It is an important month to share, to share experience, to share support, to share content, anything that we can do to spread awareness that mental health is the real deal, mental health is massive and being mindful of our mental health is very, very important. And this is something that is important to me. This is something as I've matured over a course of time that I have certainly been more mindful of and just being um, every day. It's an everyday thing. It's much like I wake up and I go to the gym or I wake up and I go to the run because I want to be mindful of my physical health. We have to do that too on the mental health side. So I just want to say, if you have gone through struggles and you're on the other side of it, it's awesome, but you know it's a continuation and it's you got to always put in the work. If you're someone struggling, the strongest thing that you can do is ask for help, seek therapy, find support. It's like a forest fire if you don't take care of it. It only gets worse. And this isn't just a month thing. This is an all, all the time thing, but I like how... There's a month dedicated to sharing. So I'll be sharing stuff I come across on my page just to continue the momentum around something that I think is really, really important. It is important to me. So happy Mental Health Awareness Month in the month of May. And also, May, it's Indianapolis. All the 500 stuff is getting going. Painting the town, the checkered flag. It's always a big month here in May. There's nothing better. There really isn't. On today's episode, so I want to do a couple things. So what I want to do is um, we're going to talk about some topics, but I want to explore the joys of starting a new player PC today. I posted about this earlier this week, and I thought it would be fun, a fun collector-driven topic to investigate. And this isn't 100% of the time, and there's always an exception with anything, and I hate anything that's absolute, 
but it appears through my investigation that player collecting can be the catalyst for the maturation of people who participate in this hobby as true collectors. Okay. I believe that focusing in and dedicating your time to a specific player elicits the right type of vibes, emotions, feels. But I think there's also a right way and a wrong way to go about the player collecting um, thing. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. I'll be diving into what I've learned through my experience and also my investigation. So I kind of sit in a interesting spot here. So every week I am having a conversation with a new collector. And so what I do on the professional side is have conversations with a bunch of marketers. And what I do in these conversations and I ask questions and there's topics and there's themes and you all get to hear it and it's content and hopefully it's good content. That's why you keep coming back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. But the one thing I'm trying to piece together is themes through these conversations and then synthesizing these themes together until I come and I get some thoughts and takes that I think have some substance. So I'm going to be diving into some of what I've learned from people on my show, interactions um, in the DMs. And then also we're going to close it out. We're going to ask the community about who have you started a player collection this year, a new one? Who'd you, who, who'd you pick and what was the reason behind it? I would be freaking remissed. Okay. We know that there are a lot of topics that we don't necessarily touch on this show, but I would be remissed since I talked about these cats before to not mention this triple logo man madness. Okay. So I'm sure since it was on the front page, the headline of the news, the hobby journal that you saw that the triple logo man, LeBron, got pulled out of Flawless. We can rewind the tape a little bit, and we remember you had the whole um, Leighton Blaise fiasco gimmick deal where they're trying to pull this thing, and you know Blaise is saying he's not ripping 5K cases of NT football a year ago, and you fast forward the tape, and all of a sudden we're doing 40K breaks, you know, all that nonsense. Um, and you've got the whole charade going on with that stuff and, you know, not trying to throw mud at them, but maybe throwing a little mud. It was a shit show, okay? We all agreed to that. That was, you know, the the jumping of the shark of all the jumping of the sharks was that event, okay? You had the whole Drake ripping stuff, which Drake, if Drake likes cards, awesome. I I just don't think we all need to get in a frenzy about it, Okay. So, but then, you know, you're ripping all these flawless cases. And I think there's a lot of takes for people on flawless and people, people think flawless is a little overrated. Okay. Some people love it. Some people think it's overrated. So it's a little polarizing, but everyone's doing all these things so they can get a crack at the most hyped card in basketball cards ever, potentially. In, in in the shortest amount of time, okay? So the machine was behind this. You you bring in a festival headliner. This guy sells out festival, Drake, and he's in on the madness. So this is adding fuel to the fire. We're looking for this Logo Man card. 
people ripping cases, everyone posting about it. Then, then whatnot, they bring in a Lamborghini gimmick, okay? The Lamborghini gimmick, what they do here is they grab all the influencers or the people with big audiences and they tell them, okay, we're going to promote this thing through all your pages so we can spread awareness and build the excitement, okay? And we got, we're going to attach the Lamborghini to it, okay? So we're going to tell all of you uh, influencers who break on whatnot that you know if you break the flawless and you pull the logo, man, you're going to get yourself a Lamborghini. So we do all of these things and, you know, whatnot's doing this to bring in breakers, to rip this flawless, to build all this stuff. Then this gimmick gets off the ground, okay? Then... What happens in a short, short time? The here comes, here comes the biggest heels of the hobby. It's like the NWO, but not as cool. Okay. The NWO, but not as cool. The backyard breakers. These guys. You remember these guys. Okay. It's the same, same, same guys as the Trevor Lawrence gold kaboom and that whole deal. Okay. And of course. Less than a week from this promo, who's pulling the logo, man? You cannot write this, okay? It's a movie. And we're watching a movie. I'm watching, it's watching professional wrestling, to be honest with you. And so the, the biggest heels in the hobby pull this thing, okay? And it's celebrated. And all of a sudden, everyone's in a frenzy and everyone's posting and they're doing these things. And what does this mean? What? Well, this means that we've got a logo man card that surfaced. By the way, not to scrutinize him, scrutinize this card, but some people are begging into question, is this card really worth the hype? I saw Lameem James post about it. If you get a good look at it, I'm not sure it's the, the cleanest looking card I've ever seen, but that's neither here nor there. I just think this whole deal and this whole card and all the stuff that's being talked about really and the way it happened and the break and the promotion and the Lamborghini and the, all these things. It really, I, I, I look at it all happening and I just say, you know what? If this is how we operate and this is how the mainstream and the hobby is going to operate, then fine. That's the way it's going to be. But you know where I'm going to be? I'm going to be sitting here on the Stacking Slabs podcast and in my corner trying to collect my damn freaking cards, connect with the community and enjoy this hobby for what it is and that's the cards and that's the escape that it provides me. I got an interesting question. And if you're listening, I, I totally apologize because you DM'd me and I am, it's impossible to, to get organized around DM sometimes. But I thought it was an interesting question. And I got this question and it was about regarding autos and it was regarding um, scarcity and it was regarding just, you know, collecting autos. And I, I said this in my response. I said, I'm not like the biggest auto guys. I collect the cards and really only prefer autos in specific places. And it depends on the cards. Like for instance, and I'm not a completely opposed to this and I do have some, but like, I'm not a big autograph on a Chromium card. Okay. So like if you know, if you look at my collection and you see a bunch of the tops Chrome stuff that I post, I, I don't necessarily like, want an autograph on that stuff. I just want like the gold refractor, no autograph. That's what I, pr I prefer that over the autograph. For what it's worth, I just, I, I don't know, something about 
autographs on Chromium cards, it's just not really my thing. If I am going for an autograph, certainly, and I, I don't even think I need to speak this into his existence, and there's exceptions, but for the most part, I'm just not a sticker autograph guy. Not one being a big autograph guy, I really have like criteria that I like build around autos. So like stickers, I've tried. I've I've got really nice cards that are stickered autograph and I always end up selling them because when I'm looking at my PC, I just can't get past it. Some people don't care. That's on them. Like it's a, it's your pref it's a preference thing. But the question was uh but like for me if I if I if I do get an autograph, I want the autograph to be paired with another element that makes the whole package significant like an exquisite RPA or like um an NT RPA or a a contender's rookie ticket on card, the ink is on the paper, that sort of thing. That If I'm going for an autograph, that's what I want. But the the question was really about, um, I just went into a diatribe about <laughs> autographs, which that's just how I feel about them. Everyone's got different opinions. But really the question was centered around like scarcity. And so like, uh, I think you heard Darren on last week's show mention like Peyton Manning signs a lot. He signs a lot of cards. And so like, for me and my feedback would be like, don't just go buy a Peyton Manning autograph, like understand that the card and if the adding the autograph makes the card more significant. And so I tell like, I think it's always that way just with, you know, take out autos, but take out grades, just, you know, it's the, buy the card, buy the card, buy something that you believe in and that you, you love. And to me, the elements of an autograph, that attribute, um, should enhance the card and it shouldn't necessarily deter it. But, you know, we don't have a system in place like a pop report on autographs. It just doesn't exist. So I think it's just having some mindfulness around what you're paying and the availability of the autograph of the um, player. And, you know, if you're an autograph collector, you're an autograph collector. And that's a whole nother conversation, which there's plenty of those people and people love that. For me, I'm not necessarily one, so it's just I don't value the autograph as much as I think some other people, but that's just me. But I think that's that's it's an interesting thing, and it doesn't get necessarily talked about enough. So just having some mindfulness around if you're spending money on an auto of a player, knowing if this is this is an auto that you can get at any time or if it's more difficult and challenging. Like I appreciate when you've got vintage collecting and then they – they bring in the vintage card that's autographed and then it's authorized in a PSA slab of like a Willie Mays or, um, you know, you throw in the legend. Like that to me, I think is really cool. And you see that, I see that on the wrestling side too with some of the 82 wrestling all-stars collectors getting autographs of those cards and getting them slabbed up and authenticated. So autographs, there's always so many different opinions. I just shared a little bit about mine, but what I want to get into here is the substance, the meat on the bone. Talk a little bit about player collecting. So I think starting a new player PC is one of the most exciting moments that we have in the hobby. And because I think it it presents a, an exciting opportunity for us to get introduced and explore new products. I think it gives us the opportunity to meet and explore new collectors. And I think if you're educating yourself, 
introducing yourself and getting educated around a new product and you're meeting new collectors, that's really, um, that's like a super force, okay? That's what keeps us this day. And some people approach this pursuit of player collecting by kind of aimlessly wandering and navigating, which you can do, and that's totally fine. I believe that having intention is what makes it more fun and significant. And so I, I think like what I mean there, I think it's okay that to decide one day if you want to start a new PC to be like, I want to start a PC and I'm going to start collecting Josh Allen because I think Josh Allen is a great PC or a great QB. That That's cool. And that's a reason to start. But I think it always what's important is to make sure you ask yourself the question, are you doing it for you? Or are you doing it because you see others doing it? And are you doing it because you think that player is going to go to the moon and you're going to be able to cash out on that? Those are the questions because, um, you know, anything can always happen. So like if you, you end up spending 10 K on, you know, Josh Allen and God forbid something bad happens with him or he pulls an Andrew Luck, not saying he's going to do that. These are all hypothetical situations and would retire early. Like if the value of the cards got cut in half or maybe even got cut in three fourths, would you still be okay with it? So I think those are the types of questions you got to start asking yourself. I think there are qualities that can create intention, and these are the things that I think is the foundation of the hobby. So for me, I'm a Peyton Manning collector, of course. I've mentioned that a few few times. So as a Peyton Manning collector, um, I got a card this week. They came in the mail, and I posted it. And if you want to see the card, go check out my Instagram page, at Stacking Slabs. And the card is Peyton Manning, or 2000. Flair Skybox, Peyton Manning, The Bomb, Rubies, out of 50. Now, I saw this card get posted on eBay, and quite frankly, I didn't even know that The Bomb had a Rubies version. It was completely Greek to me, okay? No clue. And I saw this card, and I was like, oh, man, this is this is a real, real deal. And so I started to investigate, started to investigate all the information I could find out, making sure this was legit, doing all my due diligence, and this popped up like literally like right when I was going in bed. So I saw the card posted and it was that moment, okay? That moment of do I smash by it now or do I make an offer and pray, pray that nothing happens. So I made the offer, went to bed, woke up, couldn't stop thinking about it, got back from my run. I had a, I had a DM, a DM that the seller found me on on eBay, found me on IG, connected some dots, and we started communicating. Super easy deal. Got the deal done. And I ended up with a new Peyton Manning in my PC. Okay, so when that card came and it hit, like fireworks went off in my head, okay? It felt important. It felt important because of my, not only the card rules, I'm putting over my own cards on my podcast. I'm doing that. <laughs> but, you know, it was like, I think about Peyton Manning being called the best regular season quarterback who could never do it and was up against all odds and all the losing to Tom Brady. But And I think about the way he carried himself after each of those losses and going into the next season, there was always hope because he was a student he was a leader. Not only like you can table the fact that he was phenomenal 
one of the best players this game has ever seen. Guy gave back to his community, a community that I lived in, live in, um, children's hospital with his name on it. His resilience is undeniable. Then he overcame all odds, slayed the dragon, ended up winning the Super Bowl. I think these moments, all of these qualities and things pours into my collecting and it what's it's what makes me attached to this player. And it's what makes buying cards and finding cards like his 2000 Skybox, the bomb Ruby's card, just an amazing experience. And it's what sucks me in and keeps me in this freaking hobby. I buy his cards for the attachment. It's, and it's not because somebody else is telling me to buy these cards. I think I'm going through this with a new player PC and the ex- experience, experiencing this in the resurgence with Matt Ryan. It's there's differences with Wince, and yes, you can call my Wince uh, player PC a failure for many reasons, and we can get into that. And I've talked about it a little bit, but I don't want to. I don't want to rant on that. But it's a learning experience. But I think it feels a little different this time, and I think part of that is the historical significance of Matt Ryan as a player. And I'm going to get into something I think is a little more important. But the player side, being a former MVP, being a, have gone to the Super Bowl, being top 10 all time in touchdowns and passing yards, put some, put some, uh, put some oomph behind him. Now, I think, so with Matt Ryan, I'm exploring all of his stuff and it's freaking so much fun. He's got cards and upper deck he's got cards and tops he's got cards and prism chrome finest prism like everything i like so it's like it's a ton of fun it's also fun kind of connecting and learning from other matt ryan collectors and i think this excitement builds and it just not only gets me excited for what's ahead in the season, but just to collect a new players and learning about them is just the damn fun. And so, so not only has Matt Ryan had his significant career and he's coming and playing on my team, which are important qualifiers for me to decide this is a player that I want to collect. But ever since he's been in Indianapolis, I get, I'm getting the opportunity to understand, to learn a little bit more about Matt Ryan, the person. And this is a person that I believe in and a person that has a lot of qualities that I just talked about with Peyton, leadership, communication, coming in, just the way he, he goes about his day, I connect with. So I think that's fun. And I think just at the end of the day, like player collecting is just such a rich way to be connected to not only the community, express your passion of sports and players, uh, sharing of information and knowledge. And it's just but but it's also something you just got to do for yourself. So there's so many amazing player collectors out there. I'm going to close this episode out here in a second by sharing some uh, of your your people you're collecting because I asked the community and we're going to get into that. So I also I want to say thank you to Darren, Midlife Crisis Cards. That was a fun episode. He's a smart guy. Learned a ton from him. Got a lot of good feedback um, on that. This week, I am bringing on my man Kyle from the Wax Museum podcast. If you listen to Stacking Slabs, collect basketball cards, chances are you probably listen to Kyle. He's been on the show before. I want to talk to him about the trimming deal, learn a little bit more, bring some awareness to trimming and what's happened here with some of these stories. He's been someone who's been 
kind of an investigator following it for some time. So get some context from him and also talk a little bit about his collecting. I will also say before I jump into the who you are collecting portion is now just seems like a good time to buy cards. Okay. Now just seems like I am, I have the ability to win some auctions at a more affordable rate than I have before on some cards. I'm just, it just feels like if you're a collector and you're not like losing your shit because the market is going down, it's a good time to buy cards. I bought a 2015 Daniel Bryan Chrome Gold Refractor that was listed at a certain price. And I got it for, for just for a quarter of that by just being patient, getting offers and negotiating. So I think people are trying to get rid of some cards right now. So it could be a good buying opportunity. I'm not the only one seeing it. I'm seeing that message out there a lot. So if you're a collector who is playing the long freaking game, you're in this for the long time, now is a good time to buy some damn sports cards. I asked the community, who are you collecting and why? And so I'm going to shout these out and then we're going to get out of here and get out of town. Okay. So first one, Kevin M. McCormier, Lita, my favorite wrestler besides Stone Cold and much cheaper to collect. I like that. Lita is a pioneer in the women's space. Um, I like that. And that's something there. So I am, I am collecting Philip Rivers right now. Okay. The, the reason why I'm collecting Philip Rivers is because of the year he spent in Indianapolis. And then now this appreciation I have with him, but Philip Rivers, borderline, potentially hall of fame. Collecting Philip Rivers is a lot cheaper than collecting Mac Jones. <laughs> now think about what Mac Jones has to do to have the career of Philip Rivers, not saying he, he, he can do it, but just think about that for a second. I think if you think about things that way, it puts things into perspective. Joshua's cards, Jamal Charles. Oh boy, he was good, man. I, I love players like that. People collecting nostalgic players. Um, he was one of the, my favorite prospects that validated my fantasy football model. Yours and a lot of others. Hail Mary SC, Steve McNair needed a QB to PC that played for Houston. McNair's got to have some fun cards, man. That's, that's awesome. Bear down, boiler up. Last year, technically, Justin Fields, for many similar reasons you have stated for Ryan. With a name like Bear Down, Boiler Up, collecting Justin Fields makes a lot of sense. Thank you, buddy. Cubby Poles, Giannis, been wanting a Prism rookie of his and just acquired it through a trade. Congratulations. SSP Joel, one. Russell Wilson, same reason for you, traded to Broncos. These moments, it's fun. It's fun when you get up. Hall of Famer on your team. Uh, but to go collect this guy now, it just it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, Dr. Indiana John, JT, new collector in general, so it makes sense to go local and the best running back in the game. You know what? I cannot disagree with the disagree with that. I'm sitting here like last year the ending for the cold sucked, but man, I was at that Patriots game and watching them peel off that monster to win to just solidify it. He's a beast. Uh, one of my favorite players in the game. Northwoods card collector, my man Jordan. Lando Norris, still learning about F1, but the more I do, the more I do learn about the sport, the more I love it. A lot of people loving F1, people going nuts about the Miami race. I think it's awesome, man. I love seeing all the passion. Carlson Cards, Peyton, about to 
buy amazing cards that I could never afford for similar leg- NBA legacy players. Agreed. <laughs> like when the NBA guys come and see my Peyton ca- cards and they're just like, wow. And I'm like, yeah, in my head, I'm like, I paid a paid percentage compared to like what these are in the basketball lane. Mostly 90s basketball cards. Devin Harris, favorite Badger, favorite team of all time. Cheap cards. Love, love having a connection with a player and being able to buy his cards for cheap. Dame Jacko, Richard Lewis, and Jason Richardson. These two are ahead of their time. Agreed. Leather helmet cards. Austin Eckler being a former Division II football player. I love seeing small guys have school guys have success. Agreed. My man, Vintage Pacers. You know it. Matty Ice. Vol and NC cards totally shifted my PC. Now focusing on guys I grew up loving from favorite sets. Gotta love it. Ephus Pitch, Yarmir Jaguar, the mullet, the swag, the nostalgia vibes in an underdeveloped market. I love that. I had a, I grew up with a family and they had a dog named Yager. So I think there we go. I don't know. I just, that just triggered a thought. I haven't seen his name in a while. 515 sports card just started at Reggie White. Favorite player growing up. Nostalgia caused me to start. D. Botron 81's cards. Watch Megatron since college. Diehard Lions fan. Unfortunately, nothing like him. Agreed. He was a freak. Lacard James forgot to say why. Okay. He started collecting. Okay, here we go. He started collecting uh, Gretzky inserts and he Collected Gretzky as a kid. Fun finding these cards he used to own. Investor's hobby, Tom Brady patches. Goat resume continues to play at a high level. It makes everyone around him better. Let's close it out with my man, Jay Kenny. Kenny Cards just started a Chris Long PC this month. Love his podcast. I love that. So many different reasons to collect your player. Make sure you're collecting it for you and not anyone else. If you like what I'm doing over here, do all the things. But most importantly, tell a damn friend you're enjoying Stacking Slides podcast. Back on Friday, Kyle, Wax Museum. Peace out.